Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Last of Us Part 1 on PlayStation 5. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today are my clickers. Anthony? Clickety click, click, click. <laughs> and sorry, Shabazz. You, sorry, hold on real, real quick. Is, is Anthony a British clicker? I, I think he is. He's going to go chip, chip, clickety click. And I okay. Clickety click. I'm on my way to see you, love. <laughs> You know, when, when you say clicker, I want to be like the more, you know, suave clicker. I don't want to be like, a, oh, you know, yes, I want to be, you know, I, I can talk. I might eat your face. Right, like, right. We can have a conversation. And when you hear me, okay. I have like a, like I have a cane and I like clickety click, click, click. Oh, and a monocle. Yes, a I monocle. do have a monocle. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. The monocle is just like on the <laughs> smashed part of your face, but don't worry about it. It's hundred percent being used for something. I, I do talk. I, uh, I do talk in rhymes as well. Oh, oh. Well, okay. <laughs> Full of Wait, riddles. What game did you play by the way? I, I, none of this was in my version. <laughs> Shay, how are you doing? Though, I'm good. I'm good. But I have to ask you guys, what would you be from the world? Like, would you be a clicker, a bloater, a stalker? Uh, a runner. Uh, I'd be a survivor. I'll be honest no, with I you. I don't I, want I, to I, be. Let's be honest, man. <laughs> None of us are surviving. <laughs> yeah, we're all dead. Uh, we're all we're dead, all like easily. we're all dead. It's all based on age, right? Like the 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 older you get, the different stages you you are. So I kind of want to live a long life as this infected right. being. So I guess a bloater. So you're like a rat king. Oh, rat king. Yeah. But, oh no. But yeah, rat king. Yeah. But that's that's part two though. We don't we don't know about I'm a bloater then. Uh, yeah. You're bloater. We're all, we're all bloaters. <laughs> we're all a little bloated today. Uh, of course, the game we're talking about today is The Last of Us Part 1 on PlayStation 5. You know, here at the movie podcast, we don't normally uh, do uh, video games on our show. Yeah, we talk about them a lot. We talk about trailers. But realistically, the last, you know, official review we've done for a video game was for The Last of Us Part 2 back in 2020. So it's pretty cool to be back, you know, with our first official video game review. And of course, what's it for? It's for The Last of Us. And what a game to be talking about. And, you know, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to our friends at PlayStation Canada, you know, for, you know, sharing codes for this game with us. Um, you, Everyone listening to the show, if you're longtime fans of the show, know how much this series means to all of us. So to be able to be part of that conversation right at the get-go, uh, it's a big deal for us. So thank you so much. Thank you for being here. And today is a huge day on the movie podcast, you know, for multiple reasons. You know, we just wrapped up our interview series with the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power cast and creators. Uh, Today, if you're listening to this on the day of release, our Rings of Power review is out right now, too. And then, of course, The Last of Us review is out today. So there's just so much going on on the movie podcast feed. And then Tiff's coming up. So, you know, it's never ending. We, we're not planning on sleeping. Uh, but, you know, just kind of a, a quick recap. Shay, how are you feeling right now? We're post Rings of Power uh, interview series. Um, how do you feel having that out in the world now? Finally, we could talk about it. You know, it feels crazy because we've been building up to it for so long and... Now that we're here, I'm a little emotional by it only because yeah. I reflect on it and I think about how short of a time we've been doing this. We really have been doing this for three years, you know, and, and most of it has been in the pandemic. And here we are, you know, in a press junket interviewing these people that are that are creating one of the, our favorite shows that's coming up right now. And then on top of that, we're also playing a game that's one of our favorites. Like we're yeah. doing all these things right now that you know, we've, we strive to achieve and I'm really grateful that we did it in such a short amount of time. Right. Anthony, how about yourself? 
Yeah, I agree with Shay exactly. Being able to do this work and being able to review games and review movies and be part of premieres and have that exclusive access to these interviews is just again, this is something I never thought we we would even be doing. You know, when I started this podcast, we were you know, just talking about films and then it kind of slowly grew into something else. And maybe in a year from now, it'll grow even more and go through different stages of, of growth, which I'm super excited for. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I'm so glad that the rings of power is out. People can see it. Like I've been <laughs> spend, I spent like two days editing those videos and it's amazing to see yeah. even you guys on there just being all natural and, having no worries, just being able to answer your questions, having fun with the cast. Like you would have thought you'd been doing this, you know, 20 years, you know, and that's saying right. a lot because we've only been doing <laughs> it for three years. So, right. you know, what does it look like in the next 10? So. Yeah, that's, you know, th- and that's the thing, you know, just like the virus in The Last of Us, we keep, we plan to keep evolving, right? We want to, we want to grow into, you know, rat kings and stalkers of the podcast world. Right? I think that's, that's the not goal. Not stalkers, right? not stalkers though. I just Not wanna, stalkers. Uh, no. Shout outs to Naughty Dog for adding stalkers into the first Last of Us, you know, meant a lot to us playing that and uh, enjoying that this way. Yeah, uh, we, but I before think, we, from what I recall, <laughs> we always had stalkers in the first Last of Us, but they, they made them, I think, a lot closer to the ones in part two. Yeah, which is just fantastic. But we're going to talk all about it. But first, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast almost every day at this point. Uh, And look out throughout the week for our reviews and our interviews on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast. That's the most important thing to do right now because we have so much episodes, so many episodes coming out. You want to make sure you see them all. That's the best place to see where everything's coming. Also, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord. We're having some great conversations there, and we plan to have continuing that conversation with the Rings of Power in our, you know, in a spoiler room there. So make sure you look out for that. Uh, and if you like what we're doing, please write into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. September is going to be a really busy month for us. Like I said, we're at TIFF. We have D23 happening. We have a lot of changes going on on the back end of the show, too. So there's going to be a lot more ways to support the show if you want to be doing, uh, if you want to do that moving forward, if you like what we're doing. So stay tuned for all of that. That. And of course, check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Uh, but today, we are talking about The Last of Us Part 1 on PS5. This is a ground-up remake of the game that came out in 2013, directed by Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley, um, and of course, uh, produced and created uh, at Naughty Dog, one of our absolute favorite studios, and just with every game release just changing and, and bringing that bar higher and higher. Of course, you know them from Uncharted, you know them from The Last of Us Part Two, and the original creators of Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter. There's so much incredible, you know, just a love of gaming that comes out of that studio. You know, we have The Last of Us HBO show happening next year. So you should just go to show how important, how much of a groundbreaking thing uh, the first game was that we've gotten two remasters of it and an HBO show in the span of 10 years. So uh, let's get right into it. Anthony, I'm going to get you to start us off with a synopsis and I'm going to kick the Shay for his first reaction on the game. In a ravaged civilization where infected and Hardened survivors run rampant. Joel, a weary protagonist, is hired to smuggle 14-year-old Ellie out of a military quarantine zone. However, what starts as a small job soon transfers into a brutal cross-country journey. Experience the emotional storytelling and unforgettable characters in The Last of Us, winner of over 200 games of Game of the Year awards, 
now rebuilt from the ground up for the PlayStation 5 console. So, The Last of Us Part 1 on PS5 is going to be including the original game. It also includes Left Behind, uh, but not just that, it's including a whole slew of bonus features, you know, accessibility options, uh, cheats, gameplay modifiers. There's a lot in this package. Uh, Shay, start us off with what you think about the game. I mean, it's no surprise here that we're we're huge, huge fans of the series, and we've bought into the, the original on PS3, the PS4, and now here we are on the PS5. And this is the definitive experience for the game. This is how, you know, I I always imagined I played this game. Right. And you, you go back and you watch videos or even I even fired up the old remastered one on my PS5, which I'm sure is like cheating in some way. And I was like, huh, this looks nothing alike. It's just yeah. a completely ground up built version where like you can tell there's so much emphasis put into how the game looks, how the game feels. That 60 frames is so smooth. But on top of that, I played my first playthrough of this game with almost every single accessibility feature turned on that I could. Like I would toggle them on and off to different things, uh, trying out the director's co- the, the commentary, sorry, the, the audio descriptions, um, the different uh, color saturations that you can do. And I got to experience this game in a different way because I've played it so many times that I was like, well, how can I just change it up here? And they introduced new layers for me that I had never played before. They introduced new difficulties that I'd never seen before. So there's a lot in this game that it just feels right at this point. Everything about it right now feels like this is how I was meant to play it. And, and diving back into this world, it just felt right. All of the the character models and designs, like I, I couldn't tell, like, is this photorealistic or not? Because <laughs> it goes to a point where it's, it's and, and again, the game has phenomenal acting, you know, thanks to Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson and the whole crew. They bring so much of themselves into these characters that the facial animations show it. And you can't help but just sit there with your controller in your hand watching it in awe. This is the best version of the game. And I I don't think um, we're going to get any more versions of this game down the road because how can you top this? This is perfection at its finest. And, and, you know, and that's the thing, you know, there are so many moments. And I think the last game that did this to me was The Last of Us Part 2. There are so many moments in this game where you're watching it. And, you know, you're watching a cutscene, and the cutscene ends and I'm just like, I'm like, oh, why is, why is Joel just standing here? I'm like, oh, it's gameplay now. It's time to get into it. And, you know, it, it's something you said, you know, going into your first reaction, Shay, this isn't a definitive experience of this game. This is the best way to play one of the greatest games ever made. It's, it's this version. It's The Last of Us Part 1 on PS5. This is how I've always remembered the game to be. And, and just like what you said, you know, you go back and you watch comparison videos and you're just like, oh my God, like, you know, the, especially the PS3 version, as amazing as that looked 10 years ago and how in awe we were, there's moments of it where it has more of a stylized look to it. And then you play this and it's like that photorealism, the lighting, the textures, the particles, you know, like it's, it's absolutely just unreal, especially when you go into photo mode and you start playing with everything and you see all of these details. And, you know, and we, we were just like, you know, looking at uh, like footage and i was like recording clips so we could share them after you know after embargo drops and i'm like man look at everything that's happening in the scene and then like the fact that you could have different lighting and just it's in different angles so you're just you're really making this your own experience and i and i really do want to talk more about the accessibility in a moment but i do want to kick it to anthony to give us his first reaction to replaying this 
Yeah, this is actually the second time I've I've replayed Last of Us. The first time was the remastered. I never played it for the PlayStation 3, so when it came out for the PlayStation 4, I decided to purchase it, and that's when I fell in love with the game. I, I, I'm not a huge affected world person like I, i'm kind of like in that world like zombies like zombies but they're not really zombies this is more <laughs> like a pandemic type of thing but it's just right i always felt like oh, that gimmick is over but what last of us does is it convert like it really adds a human approach to that spectrum where it's just instead of just killing right. there's there is sorrow that goes with this story there is a lot of decisions that are made um that you wouldn't expect in a world where there's in zombies or slash infected. Uh, and that's what I love about last of us and playing this game. like playing last of us too, and, and having this rebuilt world from the ground up and the lushness of each environment is absolutely astonishing. I don't even know how they were able to create a world so quickly and a game so quickly and remaster it so quickly. Um, because this is from from the ground up, it's completely rebuilt. Facial animations, the environments, the characters, the just the 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 way you deal with your weapons and guns, and just all that detail is all new. And it's like playing a new game. It, the cinematics are so much more cinematic because it, it just you could feel the yeah. raw emotion in these scenes, and it is just at points I was just. I would pay eighty nine dollars to 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 buy this game. This is definitely yeah. a worthy purchase, and I know that was the biggest complaint with this game being, well, I already bought the first one. I probably bought the remastered. Should I, you know, why should I have to spend fifty bucks? And I know it's or eighty nine and or six was it seventy nine in the states or sixty nine in the states. 79 in Canada. Uh, sorry, 79 in the States, 89 in Canada. Yeah. Why should I spend that money? And, you know, if you're a fan of Last of Us, this is this is absolutely a must buy. Like this is fantastic. And even after you you finish the game, you get all these these cheats, you get all these like these abilities that you can add to your 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 video your your experience and play it over and over again. And then the accessibility features, which I haven't played with, but I know Naughty Dog and their accessibility and they're really focusing on connecting to that world and being able to be um, playable by everyone is absolutely fantastic. So we're also opening this game up to a whole new world for others, which they never had the ability to have. So like, again, this is a fantastic game. It is a decision that you will make if you want to purchase it or not. Uh, but I think it's it's a definite definite buy. Yeah, you know, like if you if you love The Last of Us in any capacity, like you need this game. Like you have to, you have to dive into this. Yeah, it's just you know, um, crazy. It's uh so like let's let's talk a little bit about that accessibility though because you know we saw a lot of changes happening with accessibility especially with The Last of Us uh, Part Two. Um, Naughty Dog brought a lot of those accessibility features over to the Uncharted um, uh, collection that came out earlier this year, back in January. Now, which is crazy to think that's almost uh, almost a year ago now. Um, and here they are again with uh, The Last of Us Part One on PS5, and you know just like what Chase said. I'm, you know, we're, we're in a privileged aspect where we don't need to use, or we don't need to always have these enabled, but my God, I had so many of them turned on just because it had changed the experience of the game for me. You know, I'm very familiar with this game, 
but being able to play it in the way that worked for me was awesome. And I love that. I loved being able to, you know, slow down time when I pulled out a gun to aim. You know, I loved being able to have high contrast mode turned on if I wanted to scan a room to see what I could interact with. Because, you know, there are very dark moments of this game. And as, you know, we play on OLED TVs and sometimes that can make dark rooms pitch black and you don't always see everything. So I like being able to, you know, flip on high contrast mode. Maybe I got a little scared sometimes. Maybe I wanted to turn it on that way. And, you know, you would you would flip it on to see. but. You know, there's so many ways to make this game your own, even within the difficulties, you know, you could customize all of the settings. So yeah, you could just make this, you know, I play this game on moderate. So just the middle, whatever, normal. Um, but within there, you could scale up, you know, the enemy AI, you know, are they flanking you? Uh, like how much resources you find, you could customize all of that to your own experience, which makes this this like it's that's that's why this is the definitive way to play this game because you could make the last of us your own you can make it your own experience and i love that i loved being able to tailor each moment to how i wanted to play it and how i want to experience it and it just makes the replayability of this game sky high because now i'm like okay i can't wait to play this game again with different skins for these characters or you know I'm going to play exploding arrows only with unlimited ammo. You know what I mean? You could make it your own. You could have fun with it and you're going to have some really great videos that come from that. And on top of that, they include speed running mode and they include all these different modes in the game to really tailor it to your own experience. And you see that and you're like, this is what all games should be offering. You know, all games should be bringing this level of accessibility, all these levels of just openness. So everyone could play it. it reminds me a lot of, celeste which is of course an indie game canadian game from a couple years ago they had a bunch of different assist modes that you could turn on to make the experience your own because gaming should be for everyone and the fact that we're seeing that more and more now with the highest blockbusters the highest budget of games that's where it should start it should stop at the top it should start at the top down and i'm glad that naughty dog is continuing that charge and i'm hoping all other playstation studios and all other major publishers and developers continue carrying that flag because this is the crown jewel of accessibility this is what you should look to when it comes to how do we make our game open for everyone to play it yeah, it's very true. They even added some really cool features within the dual sense controller. I mean, you have oh yeah, you have some great moments where you know you're pulling back a bow and the resistance occurs. But on top of that, accessibility wise, they added a feature where the haptics in the controller um, will mimic speech. So I turned that on for about the first couple levels, and any time a character would talk, it's almost as if you can feel the vibrations. So people who have hearing impairments, they can actually hear the person talking through the controller by the vibrations. And I thought that Amazing. was so cool. It was such a unique experience. It added a new level. I even like what they did with the new game plus as well in this game. I started a new new game plus, and it <laughs> brings it down into two areas. It says there's classic mode where it carries over all your um, I guess unlocks, but your like gun weapon and everything else like that, you still have to level up normally or it just brings everything over and you start the game at like OP levels. And I love that. I'm like, okay, you know what? This time I'm going to start with everything. Let's see how it goes. So uh, this is a single player game. And I think the, the, the constant, I guess, complaint brought up about single player games is that you play it once and that's it. What this has done, what, what Naughty Dog has done, what PlayStation has done is they've introduced elements to continuously, repeatedly play the same game over and over again, but still gain a different experience from it. Right. I think that's a win on its own. 
It is. It is. And, you know, and then we look at, you know, the story, we know what the story is of The Last of Us. And that's why, you know, we're talking more about the, this version itself. We know the story is phenomenal. We know the acting is phenomenal. We know that this is, you know, the top tier game. This we, this is why it's won over 200 Game of the Year awards. That's why, you know, when The Last of Us Part 2 came out, um, it was such a big deal because like this is the game that I think everyone points to or a lot of people point to where it's like, it's like, like when we talk about movies as we do, because we're the movie podcast and we're like, Oh, you haven't seen, you know, the dark Knight, or you haven't seen inception or you haven't seen, um, you know, some uh, say something from this year. It's like the movies that, you know, transcend, you know, the medium of, or Black Panther was another one too, I think of from recent years where it's like that movie, the, those movies transcend, you know, pop culture. They go into just mainstream popularity. The last of us was that. And I think, you know, we've spoken about it a bunch on the show. We know we've spoken to different guests on the show. You know, I remember back talking to, um, you know, Billy McClellan and a, a lot of other, you know, special guests on the show where they're like, yeah, you know, we'd play The Last of Us or that's what we look to. You know, the Russo brothers spoke about it too, saying like that is a huge inspiration for them. This is when we talk about, you know, the transcendence of movies and video games, it's The Last of Us. Going back to what I said, the beauty of The Last of Us is it takes this market, which is like that zombie world, but it adds that those real moments to it. It, it makes difficult decisions for this story, which then draws in an audience that is not you. Like for me, I'm not the biggest gamer, so I don't play multiplayer games. I'm more, I approach the more cinematic feels, the single players where I really invest in the story. And you are invested in this story because you're dealing with a, a father who's lost his daughter, who has now gained another daughter, but is selfish in the way of how he deals with her at the end. You deal with characters right. that realize that there's no, they, they've been bitten and they have to sacrifice themselves. Or maybe a, a, two brothers, who one has been bitten and the other one has to kind of commit suicide because he can't deal with his, his brother being this, this way. These are really like difficult moments that you would normally see in a, yeah. in a movie. Like these are, these are scenes and these are storytelling that you wouldn't get in a video game because they're so mature and so like thought outside of the box. You know, like when I saw that scene between the two brothers and seeing it again. Yeah. Um, like with Henry and Sam. It, right? With Henry and Sam and seeing it again, yeah. but now rebuilt. His, his brother's face is absolutely like I, I'm, I saw it and he's just like, the, the emotion that he goes through watching his brother suffer and then Joel having to watch him commit suicide. That is a mature, yeah. very, like very mature story. It's, it's absolutely, it's heavy. You would never find that it's in a video game. And that's why th this game and even part two stand outside the rest of the games I've played or, or maybe we've played because it's so adult orientated and it's also so cinematic yeah. it is very cinematic you know and that's why we're reviewing it here on the movie podcast because we love movies and i think when it comes to you know the cinematic world of video games you know you look no further than naughty dog you look no further than insomniac you look at sucker punch you know you look at so many of the studios under the umbrella of playstation studios that are 
pushing that narrative forward, pushing that cinematic excellence forward. And that's what this is. This is cinematic excellence. This is a, a cinematic masterpiece. This is a game you just want to play again and again and experience it. And now you can, and especially with the show coming out next year, you know, this is going to, this game is going to be there for so many people who are experiencing the last of us for the first time, just through the show, you know, and then they're going to open up to the game. And this is the game that they'll be able to play the best way to play the best version of it. Um, some other things that stuck out to me, you know, during my playthrough this time around workbenches, love them. I was terrified at every single one of them though. Cause I was expecting that jump scare, like in part two, um, but like just seeing Joel take out his tools and, you know, work and build, like those are all animations that were put in that like, you're just like, oh my God, this guy's actually doing an upgrade to the thing I'm upgrading. It's not just a menu anymore. And this game has such satisfying sounds, you know, Shay, you know, you kept mentioning to me, you know, the sound of crafting and just the sound of the weapons, like you're hearing this and it's, it's so satisfying to hear. You're like, oh my God, this just sounds incredible. This looks incredible. And you're just so immersed into it, you know? We all went hard this weekend playing it. And I think we all put about 20 hours into the game. You know, I platinum, I platinum the game, Shay platinum the game, Anthony, you're, you're almost done platinuming the game. It's a lot more of achievable platinum this time. Cause I think, you know, for, for remastered and for, you know, the PS3 release, that platinum trophy was, you know, abysmal to get it was hard there was so much you had to do there was a factions component to it this time around it's like okay collect everything have all the optional conversations you know beat both games 100 percent um do a couple different things within the game and then you earned it and you feel like you've earned it by the end of it because you spent so much time in this world with these characters you're a pro by the end of this game you're not scared when you see a room full of clickers anymore because you're like you know what i know how to handle all of you you don't scare me anymore you know it's like it's, a, it's like that scene in home alone when kevin comes out like you hear me i'm not afraid anymore and then they all come running at you and then they kill you but you're not scared you know what i mean but it's a it's a great time honestly you know from top to bottom this game is just such an incredible experience and uh uh any other thoughts before we wrap this up like i can't wait again for the show like you mentioned i think you know yep. setting up seeing the whole time i kept playing it you know the game i guess you know in a modest way you can do about 14 hours you could probably finish the game 13 hours really and I kept thinking, okay, you're doing like a 10 episode series. Where do you cut out? A lot of it obviously is you stealthing around. So we don't have to see that in the show. But I kept wondering, I'm like, oh, are they going to follow the story the same way? Are we going to get more depth here and there? Right. And it's just got me curious and got me so excited to see what, you know, the whole team is up to. And I'm so glad that Neil Druckmann worked on the show and PlayStation Studios and Night Dog were so heavily involved because we know that we're, we're going to get that great quality kind of pushing forward. Um, I also loved going back to playing Left Behind. I think I've only played that once or twice, really. It hasn't, I haven't played it as much as the original game. Uh, so going back to that was a lot of fun, too, just to see Ellie's story because that short story, which is about two and a half hours long, I'd say, is full of emotion, is full of just this background about about you know Ellie and Riley that, again, you spent such a short time with Riley, but you fall in love instantly and you get why Ellie is the way that she is. It's just such right. a great story. It's such a great, you know, appendage to um, the main game where the fact that they tied into that time between, you know, fall and winter where you're like, okay, is Joel alive? What's going on here? And then it's it's so great to play that and then have that tie in between everything to then leads back to Joel's story and how everything ties together, like playing them back to front like that. It's, it's awesome. Uh, Anthony, other final thoughts before we get to our final recommendations? For me, it's it's... <laughs> 
like I'm I, I'm in love. I think I'm after playing this game. I want to play part two because it's just you yeah. want to continue that story, and because everything of course, feels yeah. the same now, it it really want I really want to kind of replay it, even though I played it like three times already. Um, but yeah, like I just I'm I love it. I love this story. I love this game. I, I can't wait for the the show. I'm curious to see where they go with these characters and how. Because the performances are so well done in the game. And even, yeah. I was looking at a lot of these sequences because it feels like at times one shots and a lot of, not a lot of angles, a lot, not a lot of cuts, especially with video games. There's not, you're just diving in there. So I wonder how they tell that story. Do they keep it raw right. and keep it to less cuts and more um, continuous shots? Uh, which I would love because it just makes it feel much rawer and much, um real and then i i look at the characters yeah. too um we have joel and ellie playing played by uh pedro pascal and I, i'm i'm blanking on the name and of bella ramsey bella ramsey what what are what are they going to do in terms of their performances right. how are they going to beat the performances that we got yeah. from this game so i'm just curious right. i'm super excited to see it i think for people who don't play video games this is an opportunity for them to be in this world and actually get excited and feel what we feel yeah. when we play these games. Um, but yeah, that's it. You know, I remember showing my dad, you know, the last of us, you know, 10 years ago, almost now. And just that opening sequence with Joel and him just being like, this is a game. Like, this is something you're playing right now. I'm like, yeah, like this is where we are. And it's so cool. I'm excited for the show to come out for, you know, for him to experience that in a different way, you know? Um, there's lots there's lots to look forward to, I think, within the world of The Last of Us. We know we have a Factions game coming out. You know, we're hopefully going to get a director's cut or a PS5 version of Part 2 at some point because I can't see them keeping Part 2 on um, on the PS4. So, you know, we'll see. And obviously, when it comes out, we're going to definitely be talking about it. So, thank you so much for listening to our review. Uh, I want to get our final recommendations before we wrap up, though. Uh, this is a little bit different because it is a, for a video game. Uh, but I think, you know, I'll, I'll start us off. It's obviously Obviously, this is a real gem for us. You know, we're, we're breaking all the rules this week. You know, we gave the rings of power a real gem as a show. Um, this is a real gem for me. This is something you need to buy. If you love video games, if you love the last of us, this is the best way to experience one of the greatest games ever made. You owe it to yourself to play it. If you haven't yet, it is worth your money. It is worth your time. Play it. It's a real gem. Shay. Real gem. Um, no, no surprises here. This is just one of the greatest experiences of all time. Um, and even if you're someone who, you know, can't get into video games, again, the, the show is coming out soon. But there are a lot of great playthroughs on YouTube where they make it seem as cinematic as possible, removing a lot of the elements that would make it look like a game. And you owe it to yourself to experience the story in some way or the other. So it's a real gem. Go play this game or go watch somebody play this game. Yeah. Anthony, how about yourself? Three for three, real gem. I love it. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of The Last of Us Part 1. Thank you again to our friends at PlayStation Canada for sending us copies to review. Uh, there's lots to look forward to here on the movie podcast. Please check out our Rings of Power review and all of our incredible footage that we've been releasing. We have TIFF coming up. We have D23 coming up. We're not planning on sleeping for the next couple of weeks because we want to make sure we bring all of these incredible episodes to you. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting us. Make sure you follow us on all of our social platforms at the movie podcast and check out the show notes for all of those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next 